Welcome to I Quit Wine. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm thrilled you're here. If you're sick and tired of having a little bit more than you'd planned to drink and you're ready to change your relationship with wine, then you're in the right place. If you have a serious problem with alcohol, this isn't the place for you. Please get the help you need. Speak to your medical practitioner. But if you're ready to live a hangover-free life, well, then keep on listening. I'm thrilled to have you here. Hello, you're so welcome to today's episode. I have a few really cool things to share with you today. And uh, mostly I want to be sharing the things that for me are the most important things when it comes to changing your relationship with alcohol and quitting wine. I mean, this is called I Quit Wine. (laughs) Um, But first of all, most importantly, it's time for a pup date a puppy update, a pup date. And if you've been listening to any of the previous episodes, I have been talking about our puppies. We have nine little guide dog puppies here. We have uh, Indy, our mama dog, is a breeder for the Irish guide dogs. And she had nine puppies. Um, And she has nine puppies now. Um, They are six weeks old tomorrow and they are absolutely adorable and they are making a lot of noise and a lot of mess and chewing everything in sight. Made a big mistake of going to feed them this morning and wearing open toed, open, open toed, open, uh, I suppose it is open toed shoes, but shoes without, with an open toe. And, uh, they have got quite a good bite on them now and quite strong teeth and um all of my had several of them biting my toes all at once and it was not pleasant i had to go and put some boots on pretty quickly they are going to be with us for another week and a half before they'll go off to their puppy raisers homes uh, and then they will go to in about a year and a bit's time off to their big puppy school to have their intensive training before getting their career allocations um so that's what's happening in puppy world and if you have a look over on my instagram at i quit what i quit wine underscore with sarah you'll see some photos i've got a few more to put on there now as well so that's what's happening in the pup date world so back to the podcast so one thing I was I was talking to I've had quite a few discussions this week with with colleagues with clients with other people around what the most important thing is when it comes to improving your relationship with alcohol and changing your habits around alcohol and stopping doing something that is causing you problems if it's causing you a problem and Oh, there's a couple of things that really came up for me. And one of the things that I believe is really important, and this goes hand in hand with the work that I do as a mindset coach and as a strategist and all the work I do in the 25 years I ran a health practice was that you've got to believe that your life is going to be better without it. Because I think with so many people, and I know this from my 
journey of 15 years of stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping for a long time and then starting again and even though I didn't towards the end there particularly didn't drink that often didn't drink that much but it's still I there was still some little tiny belief that I was missing out on something by not drinking and I am so pleased that I have got well and truly to the stage now where I am I feel actually quite indifferent about it sometimes I get on my high horse about it <laughs> there are lots of things if I could go and change some public policy or something around it I certainly would I am outraged that the ingredients of uh, alcohol doesn't have to be on the bottle um, you food all has to be labeled and all has to say what's in it whereas with um, with bottles of wine etc it doesn't have to say if there's fish products in there um, if there are sometimes there's dairy in there the level of preservatives that are in there the level of sugar that's added to, to wine as well you know there's a lot of things I think that could be a lot more transparent I'm currently undergoing a massive health transformation I'm calling it my midlife reinvention of releasing the extra weight and getting on top of quite a few different health challenges that I've had over the years and as I've mentioned before stopping drinking was the was the first thing I did an episode on it being the first domino it was the the one thing that makes by getting rid of it makes everything else easier or unnecessary so having alcohol out of the picture makes a huge difference but yeah there was still this there must have been if I kept going back to it and I find that with with clients with friends that I speak to that there are there's still that little that little fear inside that life is going to be worse without it that life won't be so good and that is simply like I, I I nearly laugh at it now when I think about how much better it is I mean every single morning waking up with a clear head every single morning waking up no matter even if I've had a bad night's sleep it's never anywhere near how I would feel when I was drinking and even it got to the stage where even one or two glasses would make me feel terrible and it's it really isn't about the amount you're drinking it's about how it makes you feel and it means all those those online questionnaires and you know like a lot of people go searching and am I an alcoholic and do do all the online tests and quizzes and everything and it's it really is like it's the wrong question to ask it's like the question to ask is is you know is it causing you more problems than than it's giving you is it taking more than it's giving is it having any detrimental effect I mean anything that we consume that has a detrimental effect on us really if we keep consuming it it's because we are usually addicted to the dopamine that we get from from having it so that's the first thing is really working on that belief that your life is actually so much better it can be so much better without it and that's the thing that working with somebody uh, working with a coach working with somebody who 
is trained in the area and knows knows how to help you to process emotions and really see what's going on um i have just opened up for some some coaching slots i've got three coaching slots open if you're interested in that hearing more about it just pop me an email at iqw standing for i quit wine iqw with sarah at gmail.com or dm me on instagram i quit wine underscore with sarah so um it really does take the work to chip away at those old beliefs because we've got newer pathways that have been you know there for so long i remember even as quite a young child and certainly as a as a teenager watching my parents come home from work every single day and they'd walk into the house that pour a glass of wine they would light a cigarette and they'd sit down and they would just almost exhale with relief and i used to look at them and think like oh i can't wait to grow up and have a drink and have a cigarette at the end of the day it's obviously what you know makes the whole day worthwhile that's what my young brain was thinking <laughs> so most of us have decades of old beliefs and decades of conditioning in our minds that we need to change if we want things to change and it's really hard to do it on your own yes you can do it on your own but it's really hard you need support and it's and there's nothing wrong like all successful people have support in every area of their life they're working on i I, i'm often working with about three people at once my lots of my colleagues who are really successful in business some of them work with five or six different people at one time on different areas of their life to get to where they want to go you do not need to do it on your own and you need to do it with somebody who has walked the path that that gets it and that someone who isn't just experienced in it but also preferably has had some kind of training like i've had over drinking training i'm a trained health professional in being a, a naturopath and a uh, yeah highly trained natural therapist and a highly trained and skilled coach mindset coach trauma informed coach it is important that whoever you um, sort of I get to get support is is the right person for you um, the other thing is you've got to want to you've really got to want things to change you know uh, it's why so many people are told that they should stop drinking or should uh, decrease the amount. But if they don't want to, and a lot of people aren't even told that. I mean, most even health professionals will say, oh, you don't have that much of a problem. That's, you know, it's no problem. You can um, carry on, just cut down a bit or just use a smaller glass or have a glass of water in between your drinks and you'll be fine. <laughs> and you know your want has to be there otherwise you will just search for all the evidence of how it's not really a problem but if you don't like the way it's making you feel and you really want to change that's such an important part of it so the first thing is the belief and the second thing is the want have you got a want match with stopping you know can you match up your wanting to stop with getting the support to stop and it's 
wishing and wanting and there's yes so much can be gained from listening to podcasts like this from reading the books from being in different communities but having someone hold you to what you say you want is is huge making that investment and really having someone someone that's going to really have your back in it and that you can whether you want levels of accountability or you want to uh, different tools and techniques you know that's all available to you and for you if that's what you want it's And like I said, the third thing that I wanted to cover was what I said before about like really exploring. Do you have a problem? Do you not have a problem? And it really is the wrong wrong question. The right question is, is it causing me a problem? Do I not like the consequences of it? Or am am I willing, if I continue to choose to drink, am I willing to continue to choose the consequences from drinking? And for quite a while, I obviously was because I kept going back to it, I kept going back to it. And I tell myself a story, you know, like it's the, the monkey mind. Uh, some people call it the, the wine witch or the inner bitch or whatever you want to call it. That is going to tell you, you don't have a problem. It's fine. You'll be able to sleep in tomorrow. It's, you know, just drink some water before you go to bed. You'll be okay. And it's like that what's called fading effect disorder that you just, you just forget. It's like you have amnesia to how it makes you feel. But I can look back at my old journals and see there in black and white how it made me feel in the mornings after drinking. And if I was ever to waver or ever to question it again, all I need to do is go back and look at those. And it's like, ah, yes, there's all the evidence that I need that it was so unhealthy for me to do it because of, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, not just the physical effects of having a few glasses of wine, of it putting pressure on your on your liver and all your organs and it increases your susceptibility to so many diseases, particularly cancer and lots of different kinds of cancers. And I'm going to be covering that very soon, actually, from um, a, a brilliant podcast I was listening to recently that goes through all of the different health implications of alcohol. So that's coming up very soon. But, you know, looking at all of those things, looking, but the for me, the worst thing was the, the mindset stuff of really hating myself in the morning after having one and not even just in the morning sometimes it was before i ever went to bed when i woke up during the night which invariably you do particularly after red wine it causes insomnia it just kind of uh, doesn't it affects your sleep cycle so you don't get into a good sleep which is restorative Uh, you need the good sleep cycles to actually heal and repair the body so that's part of the reason why there's so many health problems from continued drinking and and but it's that waking up in the morning yeah the night before the during the night and then the morning and sometimes all day even without a huge consumption was just hating myself and going like you're so stupid so so stupid (laughs) for doing that you said you weren't going to and then you did and 
it's uh that was for me that was the worst part that was absolutely the worst part and if you are ready to end this cycle just let me know or reach out to somebody whoever it is in your world that can help you um if you want to be if you want to get the help to actually stop there are lots of people that can help you but if you want to have a chat with me about it i'm very happy to do that so let's and somebody emailed me recently and said do you only work with women i'm a man and i can see from my podcast stats that there are many men that listen to this podcast and no i when it comes to one-on-one work i am quite happy to work i don't mind what gender you are it's uh uh that's absolutely fine and um, it's only if i do group work that will be just for women but when it comes to um one-on-one work i'm very happy i've been working with men for i've been running a practice for over 30 years and i have worked with men quite a lot um so and they get great results um so if you want some help do let me know so i want you to go away and think about what it is that would be the most useful thing for you is it changing your belief about how your life will be is it sort of um really looking at the level of how much you want to change or is it you know asking yourself a different question not the question of do i have a problem but asking yourself the question of like what problem is it causing for me and do i want to do i want that to keep going or am i hoping that things will miraculously change and i'll suddenly be able to drink what i what was it i used to want i used to want to drink two glasses twice a week i used to think that was my version of happiness but I knew after a while that that was so unrealistic because if I drink any alcohol for the next few days or for about two weeks, I'm aware of it. It's like I can feel it in my system to a certain extent and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about not today, I'll have it tomorrow and the overthinking starts and the all of that. And it's just exhausting and now it's just like I don't even think about it. I don't even think about it. And it's and it's not like i never see it or it's not around me if i go out the alcohol is everywhere and uh, even in the house my husband has one small glass of wine every night with dinner or maybe later in the evening or some days he might not have it and some days he might have it twice but you know it's not it's not a it's never been a big deal for him and uh that's yeah it's there but that's not you know i can manage my mind around that absolutely fine it's just i as i said i'm kind of got to the place which I love being at which has been completely indifferent to it it's just like oh yeah that's just that's just there it's not doing anything to me and uh, which is which is a wonderful place to be and it's what I it's what I want for you if that's what you want what is it that you want so if that's what you want let me know iqw with sarah at gmail.com and i will speak with you again really really soon thanks for listening bye for now thank you so much for listening if you'd like to hear more i would love you to subscribe to the show and a rating review would be so so welcome and 
pop along and see me on Instagram at iquitwine underscore with Sarah and feel free to pop me a DM and say hi and tell me what you've loved about the show. I'll be back with you really soon with another episode. Bye for now.